week? Do you want to kick this one off or what do you want to chat about? Well, um, good to be doing this one after a pretty big session the other night. Yes, indeed. We did my Scotch session covering my musical journey and this is back to a, an old format of ours, going five, one for one, five tunes each. So this is really the period apart in the last you know, year or so, what music we've been listening to, would you say? Yeah, I mean, I've been listening to um, a lot of local music, so a lot of music around Scandinavia. <laughs> so I think um, most of the artists I think that I've chosen are Scandinavian today. Right. Um, some that you've heard of before, uh, others that you might not have, but I think pretty big year in music overall, some big deaths, some big nostalgic yeah. uh, tunes coming through, Prince and Bowie. Prince, Bowie, Lemmy from Motorhead, Glenn Fry from The Eagles. Fife Dog, Boom Thugs and Harmony was it? No, oh, was it? Tribe Called Quest. Tropical Quest. Lost his battle with diabetes, but um, I don't know. The, the, the tracks I'll be choosing is a, a bit of a reflection on, uh, I guess, what the Scandinavians seem to like as a mainstream, and that is that they are heavily poppy. They like their pop, but they also like their electronica. Well, I've got a few. I've got a bit of a mix here. Some um, fairly recent, some not as recent, uh, and I think. You know, you'd be interested to, to hear what some of these tunes are, because I think you probably haven't heard all of these, so hopefully it's something fresh for you as well, and fresh for those of you who are listening in. All right, I'll kick off the first one there, and we'll uh, go from there. All right, speak to you soon.
Peter, that was a lovely little start there to ease us into the Scottish session. So who was that? That was very light and and gentle. Yeah, they were the vocals of... Oop. Do you know how to press the pause button? <laughs> they were the vocals of Stina Wappling, um, Swedish vocalist. Christina Wappling? Stina. Stina. Uh, Swedish, Stockholm-based. Uh, and that was uh, part of her band, New, New, New. So a three-piece. Um, looks like it's Tobias Jimson and Michael Fiegar. Um, I'm sure you're pronouncing these correctly too. <laughs> that was their track, We Are Only What We Feel, which is off the self-titled 2014. So album. how did you get exposed to that? That was a Shazam. I heard that one on the radio. All right. Um, Been listening to a bit of uh, Skook and Moogan Hoogan radio? A little bit. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's it? What's their radio like? Is it quite poppy or...? Uh, in Denmark, they have pretty much the same as the BBC format. So they'll have various channels with different styles of music. Um, and Broken into the various genres. Yeah, and probably more so age groups. So they've got the Triple J equivalent, okay. uh, the more indie type music, which is the one I listen to. Um, and that's the one I, I picked up. Um, not, I couldn't find a lot more on No, No, No. Um, doesn't look like they've done much since, although she... Pretty young group, are they? Yeah, I think she's gone off and done uh, some of her own work. Um, but, uh, yeah, catchy tune. Your one there was a bit of a bit of a deep one to start with. Yeah, it's just mild, pretty simple, minimalistic um, electronic track by 858, which is Paul Hartnoll of Orbital, one half of the Orbital Brothers. Uh, his new project that he made an album with last year, um, featuring a lot of guest artists, Cillian Murphy, or Killian Murphy, depending on which way you want to pronounce it, um, the folk band The Unthanks, Ed Harcourt, Lisa Knapp, Robert Smith from The Cure, uh, Leanne Hall, and Fable, all were the guests on that. And yeah, it's a fairly well-received album. Um, and he calls it very much an extension from the Orbital kind of work anyway. I think it's just more of his brothers going off and doing soundtrack stuff that he's probably just mm. left with doing the solo thing, just making a new name for himself. But that was one of the milder tracks on the album. Good intro track for mm. what we're doing today. Considering it's pouring with rain outside. Oh, is it slowed down? No, it's no, slowed down a bit. It's slowed down a little bit. Still pretty wet there for Way Out West Festival 2016. Yes, we'll create our own vibe. Create a vibe and then we'll maybe get to the late night action considering they do show artists up until three in the morning kickoff times for this festival. Just kind of different coming from a place where three in the morning is when you're going home in Sydney. Well, it's the latest you can stay out basically because <laughs> of the fun police. All right, let's move on for another couple of doozies here and see what we can muster up from the last year's experiences.
that was lovely, simple, melodic, and repetitive, but not monotonous, I would say. Who was that? Uh, that was Edgar Frusi, or the late Edgar Frusi, passed away. Oh, you'd have learned press pause, but. 2015. Um, German electronic artist um, has released over 100 workings over four decades. He started in the 60s. Um, but he played in Melbourne with his guests in 2014. That was his last live show. They're known as Tangerine Dream. That was a track called Love on a Real Train. Uh, and that was off their 1984 album, Risky Business. 84 so, album? Yeah, and that was the soundtrack to the Tom Cruise movie, Risky Business. In fact, they did several soundtracks. Um, they did soundtracks to... So have you grabbed a lot of this stuff recently and gone back and listened to it? Well, I caught on to it because he, he was very influential in the development of the Krautrock scene in Berlin, but also, from what you can hear, very influential in the 90s trance uh, um, sound. That sound, yeah. So the synth pads and the repetitive synth pads. Right. Um, and a pioneer to electronic music in the 90s. Um, well, speaking of pioneers, what do you think of um, the track before that? I was trying to pick uh, quite heavily sampled. It is. It's uh, Jamie XX, and that is Hold Tight. And um, that's one of the ones that doesn't have a guest artist on. He loves a guest artist, and I'd say he is the pioneer at the moment, really fusing electronica, you know, uh, dubstepy kind of stuff in other tracks. You know, of course, with the XX, he's been very good at doing. Very light, simple um, tracks with, uh, what's her name, Romy. And he also produced Gil Scott Heron's album in 2010, which I actually haven't gone and listened to, but I should do. And we will hopefully see him tomorrow, if it's not pouring down with rain or hailing on stage. But, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I liked it. Um, didn't pick it for him, because I almost thought his music would be a bit more uh, dancey, his individual works. But no. Maybe that's when he's DJing. Maybe his DJing stuff is a bit more like that, but this is a very diverse album in colour. And I would you know, definitely say it's the best uh, electronic album I've heard in the last mm. 18 months. Mm. So hopefully uh, he's just as good live. The guy's only 27 and he seems to have done an like, incredible amount of stuff. He's done like... Two massive albums of the XX. Yeah, XX. Uh, he's remixed for like... Florence the Machine, Eliza Doolittle, No Such Thing, Adele, Radiohead, Fortet. Gosh, he's just... The guy doesn't stop working. Which is good to see. I like prolific artists. Some nice tunes there. All right. Let's continue it on and see where this journey takes us. If we actually ever get out of this building tonight, given that it's just such crap weather outside. Go Scandinavia. We know why your Vikings had ships and you are hard people.
right, third round of tracks there. Very nice. While we went a little bit darker there, and then I think you matched it a little bit with it in a slightly different way. Who was that in that last track? Uh, we've gone back to Denmark, so that's 41-year-old Anders Trent Müller. As in Trent Müller? As in Trent Müller, with the O and the whoosh. With the slash through it, half, mm. hard, the, the hard zero. It's a zero, really, almost, isn't it? They've probably got a name for that. You should really know, considering you're It's the letter It's just, 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 just ooh. But, uh, yeah, Danish-based, uh, people would recognise him through his long uh, DJing and remixing career through the uh, 90s and 2000s. Uh, that was his track, Gravity. He has a new album out this year uh, called Fixian. Um, but he's had great success. Uh, probably his most success has been in the US, uh, where he toured with um, Depeche Mode. Oh, really? And warmed up for them in their 2013 to a Delta Machine Um couple of big sets at Cochiella as well caught the attention of, of the US um, and I would say that uh, you know, over the last 20 years uh, he's been a, a, a massive influence on many compilations. Now, I haven't listened much to Trent Amula but I know the name just from obviously big gigs you know and big festivals he's often played at. Now, have you seen him live? Haven't seen him live no but I would have a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah somewhere in the back there. Sure you've got to tick that one off your list while you're in Copenhagen, no doubt. He's probably living in the Hamptons. Oh, he? <laughs> Your tune, uh, Dark One. Dark, indeed. It was called Dirge, and that is an old tune from Death in Vegas. And Death in Vegas is one of those groups that... I saw them briefly in Splendor in the Grass, I think, in 2001. Uh, I thought they were good at the time, but forgot to really buy anything. And they had a few big tunes over the years. Um, I didn't realise they've had so many albums and so many releases. I mean, they just released their new one called Transmission, but that one was off the Contino Sessions uh, that was released in September 99. Hmm. Uh, but they've got a lot of good songs. And some are a little bit more experimental and dark. Others are a little bit more groovy. Uh, Liam Gallagher's done... Um, a track called Scorpio on Scorpio. Was it called Scorpio Rising? It might have been actually Scorpio Rising. Yeah, two thousand two. But yeah, generally some really good music, and I just stumbled back across them over the last year and thought, "Geez, I really should know these guys better." So yeah, I recognise the name, but that track was a pretty menacing kind of track. There are a lot of those. Kept um, kept it quite dreamy with that vocal. Oh, you'd remember the one that goes uh, the big tracks like. Mboxy cut Anthony, Mboxy cut Anthony. Oh. Yeah. You'd know, I can't remember what that one's even called. Maybe it's called Twist. Was that Dirt? I think it's Dirt, actually. Yeah. Well, I like that one because it um, it, it was quite dreamy. The vocal was quite quite airy, but then um, the drum the drum beat was quite uh, raw. Quite yeah, mechanical. really good. Yeah. The guy who's the main man is Richard Fearless. I don't know if that's his real name. Fearless. Yeah, Fearless. Dr. Fearless. Dr. Fearless, report to the operation room. Um, but originally they were going to be called Dead Elvis, but objections from the Presley estate meant that they called their first album Dead Elvis and went with Death in Vegas. There you go. That's a little bit of useless trivia that one can find out. All right. Four. Four tracks. Do you want to start this little roll off? 
Yeah, we're going to keep it in Denmark. Keep it in Copenhagen. Why not?
from death in Vegas that's for sure and I think you know the mood's picking up a little bit for us towards the evening I think the rain's lightened outside a bit I think it's time to get your dancing shoes ready maybe my shoes glow in the dark anyway so they're pretty impressive wouldn't you when you turn the lights out at the best of times who was, who was that track that was Small Black who you remarked about earlier on when I was playing another track you are like oh I like these guys and that's their latest album um that's the song Boy's Life from the latest album, Best Blues. And they're from Brooklyn and they're part of that scene that sort of happened around the Pitchfork Media 
chill wave kind of time, like when Vampire Weekend got big, Washed Out, Wild Nothing, all those kind of groups all came at the one time. Small Black are the last. They were the ones that was pretty much recent. They had an EP. I think I featured a song off them a few podcasts ago. It does go back. The memories are a little bit mixed at the best of times, but I can't remember which number it was. And that was off their EP. And they've since um, put out three albums, 2010, 2013, 2015. A couple of guys in a in their uncle's, in one of the guys' uncle's um, attic, I think, recorded the, the EP. So they got signed up. Good luck to them. I think it's quite good. Your track? Same period, really. Um, so that's Danish-Swedish outfit Lust for Youth and their track Emida. Um, Pitchfork, again, when I looked on their site, described them as a lo-fi dark wave band. <laughs> Gosh, Pitchfork are full of wankers. But um, they do provide us with some good, good reviews. So that was off the album Compassion. Um, pretty club-ready type tune. Um, I reckon it'd be the type of tune that you would hear in every Scandinavian underground club. Um, but again, I felt it was a bit bit 80s nostalgia. The lead, Hans Norovide, uh, he seems to be the leading uh, creator. And uh, if you go on their Facebook page, you can actually um, download some or pre-order some of their new materials, something coming out called Reflectora. Um, but they get their influences from New Order. Um, and uh, I've always liked that sort of dark yeah they've got some dark tones in there but also some nice rhythms I thought it was a good beat a good beat behind that one and strangely our tunes matched up for once for once which was uh, nice to nice to hear one well, more one more each and then we'll uh, sign it off after that enjoy grab yourself a scotch at the moment we're uh, investing in a couple of short drinks Mm, that are not really scotch but anyway that's another story because we drank all the scotch the other night so <laughs> I'm Jägermeister and I'm having was it um, Captain Morgan's Spiced Gold yes. I'm waiting for that scotch sponsor to just come out of the you know the shadows and give us unlimited bottles of scotch I don't think they really want to do that because they can't you know encourage misbehaviour that we get up to alright speak to you soon
spite of me
Well, that's us. What are you doing? Playing more tunes all the time? I was just keen to get more songs in. It was very poppy, Peter, but it was very nice. Good follow-up there to my offering before it. That was, I think, another Swedish act, wasn't it? No, Norwegian. Norwegian. Uh, LA-based. Mr. Little Jeans and their track, Good Mistake. Um, but they were the vocals of Monica Berkness, who's doing it. Of course they were. Pretty well over in, in LA, uh, early 20s, and uh, collaborating with some decent producers, and I think that's why that track there probably had a pretty polished feel mm-hmm. to it. Uh, Tim Anderson uh, and uh, Harvest Records giving her probably... Um, quality of sounds but bit, bit mainstreamy I mean she's not really an underground type artist no um but uh little very easy one. very easy to listen to though and I suppose you're looking for variety when you get an album of that kind of stuff though so I'd be interested to hear what a whole album of, of hers is like yeah but another example of these you know pretty stunning looking nor you know uh, Scandinavian women that girl a bit of a voice last and, uh, night very marketable Norwegian one what was her name? Danny, D-A-G-N-Y. She rocked upstairs. She's Norwegian. She was Norwegian. You know, she looked like a bit of a lagatha. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, she had a sword in her skirt. She didn't have a swordness. Sorry, you had the sword <laughs> in your pants. Oh, because it's beautiful. terrible, chat. It's beautiful. Terrible, chat. That is beautiful. Oh, gosh. Alright, we'll, we'll go from Pork Swords to your tune. My tune was Future Islands Lighthouse. Future Islands made famous by the antics of uh, the lead singer called Samuel Herring uh, on the Dave Letterman, on the Letterman show when they did the song. What was the crazy song he did? Oh, waiting, no, not waiting. Waiting for you? Waiting on you. Waiting on you. Seasons. In brackets, waiting on you. So, saw them in Sydney uh, during the year. Very good. Grabbed the album called Singles. And it's pretty damn fine. Like, the guy's got good variety in his voice. He's really a consummate frontman. Just full of charisma, passion, cries during songs. It's great to see. Mm. You know, and you can hear how his voice goes from... You know, he just, like, changes, like from being very melodic and quite calm to all of a sudden. True love is better. Death metal. He's got a little bit of the roar in there. I like that, <laughs> as you can tell. All right, so let's move and go and, get some, go and watch some uh, acts here in the pouring rain and see how long we last. Yep, that was a nice little session. Nice little scotch session for you guys. Pete, we'll see if we can maybe sneak another one in before I head back to sunnier places. We'll see how we go, but we should be able to get this one up while I'm overseas. Nice one. All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Rate us up as well on the iTunes there so that we can add clout to this devoted cult following and give you more of what you want. You know you want it. So up us, like us, whatever you need to do, comment. Say that's awesome. Say that's crap. I don't care what you say. Just say something. That's what it's all about. Thank you very much. This is another one from Pete and Stu.